What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Maximal Kozmalski. Joined with me is my co-host, Nolan Claypeck, audio master, Jay Cotter, and returning guest of the New School Project podcast, Will, a.k.a. Tasmanian Deity. What up, what up? Let's welcome, go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on, fellas? How, how was your guys' morning? It was good, man. Doing a little uh, kumbaya earlier. No, I'm just kidding. Kumbaya? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I saw it in the, the word a thousand times. Have you guys seen the movie Role Models? Yeah. You know? No. And then the dude's like taking a shit on a bucket and he's like, little kumbaya later. <laughs> and <laughs> the then, fuck does that and mean? then the little kid Ronnie that's in the movie, he's like, what the fuck is up with that dude? And then, and then Sean William uh, Scott, right, is like, no, come on, you know? <laughs> They're like camping in the woods and they have to like bring a, a little brother, right? So like this guy's little brother is like the coolest little brother ever. You know, he sh shows him about boobies. He's like, you see those twin cannons hiking up the mountain due west? Boobies. <laughs> He's like, what about that ridge? You know, and then the kid looks at the ridge and it's like two mountains that look like boobies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, shit, man. What, what the hell are we talking about here today, boys? Well, actually, I just realized we're live. I totally forgot, actually. Oh, so yeah. anybody who's tuning in, thank you for listening to us live. And for those who are listening later on, also thank you. It's good to have you guys here. We're going to be talking about just a few topics. We're going to shoot the shit, a few interesting things, some in incredible man-made accomplishments that <laughs> we'll talk about, and you know, some regulations that we think are not appropriate. Uh, and I don't know, so, whatever else we get into. Which one should I start with? Which, whichever one pulls at your heartstrings, Jay. Um, <laughs> I know which one pulls at his heartstrings. Oh, yeah, it's the but UK we gotta one. save that one for later. I figured that one would be best saved for last. Yeah, but for now, let's start with the nuclear fusion reactor. Okay. So, supposedly... It reached a temperature of more than 135 million degrees Fahrenheit. Jeez. Yeah. Supposedly. It's a, it's a little toasty. How the fuck do you calculate According that temperature? According to NASA? What's a thermometer? No. <laughs> Dude, imagine that thermometer would be like seven miles long. All right, what what do we got in the details department, Jay? Um, Google-funded Norman Reactor yeah, in California. TAE Technologies. It's the company that produced it. Um, and oh, the machine is huge. It's 80 feet long, 22 feet high, and it weighs 27 metric tons. Oh, yeah. So wouldn't you feel that heat from like a mile away, don't you think? That was my first thought. I mean, when Will told us about it earlier, I, I, I think my first question was, wouldn't that fucking singe the entire earth? You'd think so. How the hell do you contain that? Like 70 miles of lead? I, wouldn't that burn the lead too? I mean, that's if the core of the sun is like, what did they say it was? Like 24 million degrees Fahrenheit? 27 million. 27 million. I mean, that's four or five, that's five times hotter than the sun. I mean, the sun will burn anything. Wouldn't that, I don't know. Yeah, how do they contain it? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I Magnetic believe Magnetic fields. Say that again? I was just scrolling through the article. The plasma can be contained by uh, magnetic fields. Yeah. Okay. Oh. See, we're going into the trippiest era ever, man. Like gravity propulsion, magnetic fields holding 27 million. How, how hot oh, was it again? 135. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, so <laughs> a 
Apparently, it works by shooting two clouds of hydrogen plasma together into a central reaction chamber where it's held in place with magnets and heated and stabilized by neutral beams. Beams of what? Humanity is awesome. That's all I got to say. Do you think I mean, we were foraging for fucking berries not too long ago. We were building the wheel not too long ago. And now we've just managed 135 million degrees. I'd be curious what the purpose is for. Science of sort, but... It generates energy. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. So like when you... Well, you're talking about the reactor? Yeah. So when you shove the, the two nuclei together, it forms uh, uh, like a super nuclei that's heavier. And the process of doing that, the byproduct of it, is actually energy. So oh. they're trying to figure out a way to essentially... You know, make cleaner energy. Mm -hmm. You think we're near the point of free energy at any point? I mean, imagine how unprofitable that is. But free energy. Everything yeah. comes with a price. Yeah. So, I mean, is it really free? Well, is the question, are you going to, is somebody going to give it free to us? Or is the question, is it going to be free? Uh, it's like free. I mean, like Nikola Tesla talked about pulling energy out of thin air. Mm -hmm. I think he talked about being able to electrify the world for virtually no cost. I mean it like in terms of being able to obtain it at not really a cost where, you know, we can power the world and not have to, Yeah, I'm not so socialist or anything. 20 to 30 years. You think so? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or when Unless they build big that, business stops it. Well, I don't know. There's like a hundred some countries all collaborating on that huge reactor in France and, uh, well, that will supposedly harness the power of our oceans to just generate massive amounts of <laughs> fucking electricity. So that's a that instead of combining two atoms, they would be uh, or two molecules, they'd be splitting them apart, and apparently that creates much more energy. Is is this reactor that we're talking about combining the atoms? They're not the, splitting the anything. The one that hitting the crazy high temperature is combining atoms yeah, the and that's nuclear fusion them. fusion versus nuclear fission is not really a realistic thing for us to use to generate energy at this point point. and is plasma is plasma u308 like is plasma uranium or is like i don't think no so. it's just another state of matter there's oh okay like, there's the solid liquid gas and then Plasma. Right, but I always thought that nuclear energy was directly related to uranium. Yeah, it is, is but plasma, case. multiple different elements can exist in a state of plasma. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bless little, you, man. little oh, can you. you Can you split a plasma atom just like you could split a... What do I look like, a plasma scientist? Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's a plasmatician. I was just confused. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought all nuclear energy was from people like either using uranium or spinning U-308, you know, and then using it as a weapon. Well, yeah, the nuclear energy comes from uranium. This might be something it, different. So is it a different type of energy? I mean, what? Yeah. Is it plasma energy or cosmic energy or what would we classify it as? Hang on, it's, it's sub If that makes sense. I'm just going to look at Jay and like hope he can answer. What the Norman reactor is re releasing. Yes. Um, it, it's definitely still nuclear. Okay. And oh. The reason it's nuclear, I believe, is because they're equivalating the, the uh, amount of payload from like the periodic element mass itself. 
is the equivalency of a uranium uh, like cell structure. Well, they yeah. use for fuel for this one. They're using uh, hydrogen boron. Hydrogen boron. Okay. Hmm. Yup. Boron, boron. So boron's its own element, and then hydrogen mm-hmm. is like a. Yep. Isn't a hydrogen its own element as well? Yeah. yeah. But you see, there's a hyphen between the two on this article. So. Damn it! I wish I paid attention in fucking chemistry, dude. Like, it matters so much with plants, with like everything, man. Like everything works together. It's crazy. Well, you know, lucky for you, there's this crazy thing. It's called the new school. (laughs) We support people continuing their education, and it's never too late to learn about stuff. Hundred percent. Yeah, and if you want to learn more about the periodic table and element one fifteen, go listen to Bob Lazar's interview. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. And I mean, it was purely theoretical for like seventeen years, and then Bob Lazar was proved right. Yeah, it's gotta feel good. I feel like yeah, I it they call it Moscovium or Ununpentium. I think they have like two names for it or whatever. But it sounds like, and I do believe Bob Lazar, but that's our key towards gravitational propulsional technology, and that would be just like basically like you got your spaceship and there's a gravitational field around it, and you're basically manipulating the space in front of you and just putting it behind you. As crazy as that sounds, but that's how we get to Alpha Centauri one day. That'll be sweet. I can't fucking wait. What's, I hope I'm alive for it. What's Alpha? Al- Four light years away, Alpha Centauri is the nearest star system. That's allegedly mm. habitable. And yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and Jay, Maybe even theoretically. What's your theories on Bob Lazar? Because I know that you have a good uh, like friction to. Have ma- you listened to any of the interviews? In Bob Lazar or the documentaries? A small amount. Honestly, I, I feel like I, I'm kind of torn. I feel like he's, like, just kind of fluked his way into a couple of correct assumptions. Although there's enough there where it, it does make you think. I will say, just his whole persona, like, if he was just a little less alien conspiracy theorist guy and just, just still talking about these theories, I feel like it would be easier for me to buy into it. But, I mean, like... He's exactly who you think would be talking about getting Honestly. subcontracted by NASA. <laughs> I mean, like, if you like thought, like, hmm, what would this guy look like? What was his name be? Bob Lazar? All right, the name I mean- <laughs> and the look, yes. But I don't think he seems like a conspiracy theorist at all because you got to, like, pry these fucking questions out of him. He made, like, it yeah. genuinely seems like he has no interest in, like, talking about it or anything. I don't know. I... You say that, but there's a full documentary of, made with him talking about it. Yeah, because so, I mean, Jeremy Corbell convinced his ass to do it. I'm glad he did. Yeah, I mean, the, you can't take anything away from the guy engineering-wise, you know, but obviously with uh, the whole, like, aliens, you know, like, how do you know type deal, and he has some real good reasons, but the dude put a fucking jet engine in his Honda. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That, that's <laughs> everyone, the American way, dude. Everyone in town <laughs> knew his ass, and... <laughs> He's got this crazy car, and fucking before long, military picks him up. We could use you, sir. And he he said some funny ass shit. This was on the Joe Rogan Experience, and uh, he would do these like, uh, or the base he was at would do these test flights. You know, with these uh, new technology spacecraft, or not spacecrafts, uh, just crafts. You know, planes or whatever, stealth planes. Yeah. And. Uh, they would go and like watch it in the desert because he knew where it was. But one time when he was doing it, 
Uh, or oh wait, no, I'm I'm confusing my story. There, it was another guy, but it was also on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he said that they would fuck with campers. They'd see people like camping and shit, and then they would like turn on their lights or turn off turn them off, like approach them really fast, make big noises, and then just kill the lights or whatever and scare the shit out of a bunch of campers. And he'd he'd be like, yeah, a lot of the UFO reports that you hear. It's from people in the military fucking with campers in the desert. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he does talk about how he left there, and then him and his buddy or somebody, like, snuck into us, like, the site where you could maybe see the test launches. Yeah, and they, he got yeah. his ass busted. Yeah, and... and <sighs> he said, like, out of nowhere, they were just completely surrounded. Those people got a lot of money, man. You know how like sometimes you forget to lock your like back door. You're like, fuck, I forgot to lock my back door. You know, what if those people are after you, dude? The people that are like, you know, funding and organizing this gravity propulsion fucking engineering shop. Well, we gotta act <laughs> like we myself. don't know that much so they don't <laughs> catch on to us. Yeah. Which we don't know much. But if you'd like to tell us more, we'd be interested in hearing more. No, but anyways. maybe they already got you, and this is a simulation. Wake up, Nolan. Wake up. Either way. <laughs> you can pitch yourself in a simulation. <laughs> you think they forgot to simulate that? Wait, what, what's the thing in, uh, in uh, Inception? Can I not sleep? Or can I... You can't die in your sleep because then you'll oh. die again or die in real life. Yeah, that'd be terrifying, you know? Think about the crazy shit that happens in your dreams. Dude, that movie is crazy. He was, he was in like the third layer of dreaming. I forget what he called it, but he said he and his wife were there for like 50 some years and they were there for so long that she got convinced that that was real. And then when they left, she thought that it was still in the dream world. And I don't know, she wanted to kill herself to wake up or whatever. And he was like, no, you can't, I don't know. How, so going back to the whole, you know, nuclear fusion, right? So <clears throat> obviously gravity, something with magnets, right? Maybe gravity, I don't know. But magnets and electricity, they work fucking together. And that's probably going to be like the whole next hundred years, man. Magnets and fucking electricity. Yeah. I mean, I, some people think it's going to be wind turbines and solar panels, but... Honestly, this crazy high-tech shit, 135 million degrees. I feel like a solar panel can't compare with some the whatever can come from shit being 135 million degrees. I feel like just puts solar panels in the dust. Even if you put those bitches in space, yeah, you know where no UV rays are absorbed in the atmosphere. I thought that would be the future, but wow, I never even thought about seemed, that. Well, but then at that point, you need spaceships that can effectively shuttle back and forth to collect that energy, which that energy needs to be stored on high-capacity batteries, which also don't exist yet. Yet. Well, just 40 years from now, I bet we can shoot the energy down. Concentrated beams. Or we could just use the energy in space. I don't know. Whenever we yeah, send maybe a... Maybe I'll be up there. What's that? I said, maybe, maybe I'll be up there in space. Yeah. Maybe we'll all be up there by now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe 30 to 40 yeah. years. Hey, maybe Long 60 time. years from now, we could pay, you know, 250,000 U.S. government units and, you know, take a trip to the moon. U.S. government units. U.S. dollar won't be here for another 20 years, let alone 60. No, Holy I think shit. that there's probably a bigger chance that we use our uh, conscious citizen credits. 
<laughs> so if you speak out too much, no moon trips for you. Yeah. <laughs> you better get in line. You're not going to space. What's the... What's Don't vote for a central bank digital currency. That's it. What's the article where these people can't use their credits to then buy hookers? What is that article? Huh? That's, That's coming You just up. completely butchered it. that. I know I butchered it. I butchered it for a reason. Their credits. <laughs> their credits. Let me use my credits. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey, have you guys shit. ever seen that fucking movie on Netflix? I, it's like, it might be called Time Loop or some shit. Uh, shoot, I really want to know the name, but this guy, I think it might be Stephen Amell, who's the actor, but he wakes up and, you know, he looks at the time and then within like 60 seconds, some people go to kidnap him and they try to take like the futuristic like cryptocurrency credits or whatever. And like the world is like, you know, like three big nations or whatever. Have you guys seen that movie? No, sounds no. interesting though. Dude, it's, it's so interesting. I, I gotta find the name. It might take some digging, but remind me after this show because it, it's so cool. It, it reminded me of that. Wonka, when, uh, when he said it's like three nations, I just saw your eyes go like, Oh yeah, like yeah. 1984, yeah. Oceania, yeah. and all that shit. Well, you ever played Catan? Eurasia. Was it? You ever played Catan, or no. like you ever played Risk? Yeah, once or twice. This dude's insane at at those games. It's like he's all like right. actually like world domination. Yeah. When he's you gotta playing it out, it's all planned as soon as I make my first move. Are you insane at Monopoly too? I've only ever played it when I was young. Oh, well, we ought to play. Dude, Monopoly's we such need, a long game. You owe me some games of chess, and then we'll run some fucking Monopoly. <laughs> Max wants to get everyone to play him in Monopoly and chess, but nobody wants play to play Monopoly or chess. Dude, nobody ever plays me in chess. And a lot of times when I play people and, you know, it's, like, too easy, I, like, feel bad. I'm, like, almost compelled to, like, make a bad move just to, like, even it out a little bit. Oh, you're setting you're setting yourself up no, right now, I, Max. I know Will is competition. No, but we saw you play last last weekend, dude. You got your ass whooped by a ten year old. <laughs> yeah, I prodigy did. Prodigy in the making. <laughs> that kid was a fucking prodigy, dude. That was ridiculous. I was hammered and excuses, I blundered excuses, my queen. Excuses, excuses. Well, I did blunder my queen. No, he did. He literally was fault. like, I blundered my queen, and you set it down. I was like, What are you doing? <laughs> I I put my king down. I mean, I don't know what blunder means. <laughs> blunder means I made a horrible move. It's oh, the okay. worst move you can make. I just remember you setting a piece down and you're like, ah, oh, good game. Good game. I blundered it. And I was like, what happened, man? Don't lose this kid. Because that kid was so cocky, man. You know, that's why I was like, yo, you need you need some Ed Milet, you need some Gary Vee, man. You need to humble yourself, bro. You're gonna be a boss. Steve yeah. Jobs like, but you gotta you gotta be nice. That's why I went <laughs> I went to go look for him uh, the following day and I wanted to, you know, play a game where I wasn't like fucked up. Oh, you went to go look for him? Yeah, I couldn't find you him. You wanted to get his ten dollars back. <laughs> no, I I didn't even have cash. I know. Clink so had to pay him off for you. The, the story, dude, so many aspects of that story are just phenomenal. Dude, I you find a random kid in the woods with a chessboard. He beats you, and you don't have the money to pay him off. So someone else has to pay no, off no, the ten-year-old. Uh, before we even agreed to it, he said he wouldn't play for free. And Clink, I thought it was Billings, but I guess if you say it was Clink, it was Clink. I don't remember. I was fucked up, but he he put down the five bucks for me. Yeah. That was so funny, dude. But yeah, I couldn't find him. I wanted to play another game. And you know, I brought my chessboard to BlissFest and nobody 
Nobody played me. I played Jamie in chess at Bliss. Really? Yep. Whooped her. Why didn't you guys fucking bring me over? I think you were out and about catching some shows or something. Damn. There's no J way that they played chess and they weren't like, yeah, we should have probably got Max, you know? <laughs> Trust me, Max. Jamie added me on <laughs> chess.com today. <laughs> nice. Well, it was a Jamie Z. I assume it's her it's International Chess Day, everybody. Oh, yeah. Today is? Yeah. Oh, really? Absolutely. How's Bobby Fisher feeling? Dead. Oh, shit. Since 2008. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Fuck. Rest in peace. But actually, Rest in peace. the next Bobby Fischer, Magnus Carlsen, he's the defending world champ since 2013, he actually just announced that he will not be defending his world championship title. Oh. He said he's not motivated to play. Sounds like Khabib, to be honest. Although I still feel like Khabib is going to come out of retirement. Khabib the fighter? Hey, I yeah. Mean, fuck yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I'm the world champion, but I'm just going to retire before anyone fucking challenges me. <laughs> I know. Well, Magnus had the title for nine years. You know, he's, he's like one of the best in speed chess too. I've seen them play speed chess and like these people are moving the fucking pieces so fast. They're falling down and rocking and they're like half in squares and half out and... Shit's crazy. In speed chess? Yeah. Is that legal? I thought you gotta place it properly. Well, I don't know. I mean, they have 60 seconds to play a whole fucking game, so... You gotta see this video that, that I watched. They were, they were literally just... Just going like that, just moving the fucking pieces, tapping the timer, and... <laughs> I, I couldn't even keep track with it. And, you know, I've clocked in 7,000 games of minute chess, and I couldn't fucking keep up with it. I wouldn't be good at minute chess. I Definitely a slower chess player. I'm a faster chess player, but my weakness is in the long games. When my opponent has time to think ahead, then I'm fucked. Yeah. But I love the quick games because then you can like, I don't know, you, you can make a blunder. Like say their queen is out there in the corner. You can, you know, maybe check their king and they're like shocked. Oh, I gotta, my first response is move the king and then boom, take their fucking queen. Cause it's so quick, they don't have time to think about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can just set people up to just break their heart. Force it's their so hand. Funny. Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about our next topic? Yes. All right. What do we got? 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 So a pebble hit the James Webb telescope. Ooh. Oh. Not just a pebble. A micrometeorite. A micrometeorite. How What's a micrometeorite, Will? It's a small meteor, about a pebble. <laughs> so oh. how, did, how did that not already happen? Like, how does that not happen in the first 20 minutes? I mean, space is infinite. There's shit floating all around space. You guys said that this thing was pretty big. Yeah. It's got this big-ass, like... Size of a tennis court. Yeah. I mean, in due time, that, sh what that is shit's going to get smoked. No, the James Webb telescope. Understood. It's the size of uh, the... the refractive or reflective tray that they put on it um it's the size of a tennis court wait let's just back it up would it really be a pebble if the pebble was the size of a tennis court no <laughs> it depends well, on all the other pebbles in space well what yeah. about what about scalability to space man no yeah space there could be pebble. dead planets bigger than jupiter so i mean in the grand scheme shit could be a size of texas what's smaller a than a pebble a micro pebble micro pebble yeah. Maybe that's why they call it a micrometeor. Maybe it was really tiny. But hey, it was, when, sorry, go ahead. It was traveling at 22,000 miles per hour when it hit. So did it go through it? I'm not exactly sure. It had to have, man. I Dude, that's so, so fast. 22,000 miles per hour. Yeah. Imagine having Jeez. to re-like 
Kindle or, or whatever you do to make that big of a lens. Imagine having to redo that because a fucking space bevel came in and just went through the whole damn thing. Yeah, redoing it in space too. So that's how many miles per second? Six, six miles camera. per second. Show the camera, Max. This one. That one. The one right in front of you, Max. Oh, it looked like you were pointing <laughs> at the other one. 6.1 fucking miles per second. That's, that's stupid. That's, that's just stupid. I don't know what else to say. I didn't even know that was possible. So where is where is the hub? Where is this telescope? Space. In space. Oh, it's in space. Yeah, it's currently, like orbiting Earth somewhere. I thought it was like orbiting around the sun or something. Yes, I thought it was. I thought it was uh, kind of in, within our atmosphere. Not in our atmosphere. Let me just look up the orbit of the James Webb telescope. I really don't even know. How long has it been up there? Does anybody know? A couple of months. Yeah, not that long. I think it. it uh, oh, a couple months. May. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, all really? Right. So it's probably got Type C capability. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. I'm gonna play a little video showcasing the orbit of the James Webb Telescope. Here we go. That. That. <laughs> nice. And look at his fucking phone. It says, "I want to believe," and it's a. It's a flying saucer. I know. I know. Dude. And he, he's like giving Bob Lazar so much shit. He's yeah. like, his name's Bob Lazar. <laughs> he's obviously a fraud. <laughs> Look at that name. I mean, I want to believe. I'm just not convinced. We know you want Bob to believe. <laughs> Would you? Come on, Bob. Give me a break. Just change your name to something a little bit more credible. <laughs> yeah. What's that name from SpongeBob? Shitty or Schmitty. Schmitty Werben Jaegerman Jensen. Yeah. yeah. He was number one. He was number one. <laughs> Schmitty man. All right. But Bob Lazar, I fucking believe him, and he said that he saw nine different crafts it in S4. All right, nine different crafts? Yeah. Might believe eight. <laughs> I'd want to believe nine, but I just fucking can't, dude. It's eight. <laughs> It's fucking eight. Dude, if they have the crafts, <laughs> it's eight. then they probably have the bodies. What I, I've heard this theory. What if we are... You know, that's not a bad thought. You know, kind of like fucked up thought, but it's not a bad thought. Like, what do you mean they have the... Does, the alien bodies. Do you think we have them captive or do you think we killed them? Frozen, probably. What or both, not, actually. What yeah. if they're not carbon-based, though? Like it's, uh, a, it's like it's an energy-living life form. Then it'd probably be hard to capture them. Have you or seen they could be inorganic. You yeah. know what? We could use them. What? Lem. Magnets and stabilizing beams. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh, Kung Fu Panda? You yeah. Know, yeah. You know how they have that freaking tiger, like way down, way down, and then the feather drops, and he's like, yeah. and then breaks out? I feel like that would be like us trying to contain an alien. Yeah. You know? <laughs> We're like, oh my god! Dude, they'd probably just hijack <laughs> our mind. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they wouldn't hijack my mind. You know, they'd probably right. implement policies like this one. Moving to our next topic. Oh. I think no one's excited to talk about this. Yeah. This is only if the aliens are communists. These, these guys are no longer able to exchange their currency for... <laughs> Whatever. Should I just read the article name? Yeah. Or do you want to try to just guesstimate what the article is about? No, 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 no. Don't throw me on that freaking limb. <laughs> UK armed forces introduce ban on use of sex workers abroad. So you can go to die in a foreign country, but no hookers. 
No, I think that's a real thing. Like, isn't isn't Amsterdam? Isn't it like legal there? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. legal in Vegas. Legal I had a prostitute come up to me and ask, you know, if well, I don't even remember what she said, but I knew she was a fucking prostitute. Yeah, you just remember what happened next. You you blacked out, woke <laughs> up three days later in a dumpster. Oh that's Vegas for you. I told her I had a girlfriend, and that disrespectful woman was like, "Well, she ain't here, is she?" <laughs> Damn, how disrespectful. What a shitty salesman though, you know? Yeah, it was a, dude, and she was like four foot eight. Like I've never seen anyone that short. It was crazy. Damn. But in regards to that article. So how much did you pay Max? I didn't pay anything. <laughs> did okay. She gave it to you for free? Nice. No, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't give it to me or anything. So I think, I think, where? I don't remember what Vegas trip that was, but for some reason I was alone walking from Encore to the Wynn. Probably got my ass handed to be playing crabs or something. Why were you alone? Well, I think Krista was the hookers. Nolan, you're, he's gonna bring everyone with him when he goes to Hooker Alley. <laughs> no, Give me a break, dude. Vegas takes a lot out of you. You, you get there. Yeah, it does. You, you not only have a little bit of jet lag, and then you know you're walking around. The chlamydia, syphilis. <laughs> All right, well, You're we, really cushioning them all. We brought. Have we you brought ever been the, to Vegas, Jay? No. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Jay hasn't even been to Vegas. Have you been to Vegas? Yeah. Oh yeah. He, Let me just did. explain how fucking crazy it is. Like, you'll be walking and some guy will be like holding his little kid's hand, you know, and you're like, "All right, dude, that's crazy that you even brought your fucking kid here." One, well, and you're walking down the main street, and there's just like, you know. Nips flying everywhere, dude. Yeah. And then they have these cards there, right? That are like a deck of cards, but they just hand them out, you know, as people walk by. And I literally swear to God, I witnessed this little kid holding his dad's hand, you know, and his dad walking and kind of like going left from, from the ladies handing the cards out with little nudes on them. And then this the lady just hands the kid the fucking thing and he looks at it, you know, and I'm like sitting there, I'm like, no fucking way. Sorry. No way did I just see that shit, man. The kid's probably so happy. It was like a movie scene, dude. It was like, no way, you know. Well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, you know what happened next? Well, he wasn't, he wasn't Dad, like. I need more of an allowance. <laughs> 15 bucks a week isn't cutting it. No, it would have been gold if he like immediately looked at it, you know, but he just like grabbed it and held it, you know, and I was like, this is wild. Dude, they, they advertise like it's a contest there. And, and this, this one guy, Chris and I were like walking towards an escalator and this guy was like fucking harassing me, dude. And like, he, he tried to like give me some promotional bullshit and I said, no, I'm good. And he was like, wow, is it because I'm black? And then he like started following me and was like, come on, man, or whatever. And like just chasing you down? No, he wasn't chasing me down. I mean, there was dozens of people on this escalator. He was a few people behind me, but it's like, bro, I don't want your fucking promotional bullshit. That's it. It's not because you're black. I don't want the white guy's promotional bullshit either. <laughs> I don't want your promotional bullshit. Yeah. No, and I, you got to tell all those chicks, no, we don't want a picture. And we, especially if it's 25, 30 bucks just for a fucking picture. 25, 30 bucks for a picture. And they're like dressed like Elton you know, John. Honey, like you wearing, ain't even looking that good. You know what I'm saying? They got like all the feathers and shit and <laughs> the thong and all that. Yeah. Well, have you ever been there, Wonka? No. 
It's it, awesome. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like when you fly in too, it's like a desert, you know? And then like, it's like, all right, this is why they call it Sin City. You know, there is nothing else. <laughs> you ain't leaving this town unless you're on an airplane. <laughs> it's amazing. I love that place. So what, what made UK do that? Like they're, um, they're like, that makes sense to their haters. <laughs> well, it's for the, the soldiers. I mean, they're probably busy carrying out military duties. I mean, they might not just like they would probably prevent them from going to a bar and just hanging out with their boys or I don't know, going to a weed shop or whatever. Like they're, they're on duty, they're doing shit. So, I mean, it might not be that unreasonable, but I mean, I'm, I kind of believe that like if, if you want to... So you can't even get paid to fuck a hooker anymore? This is what the UK Armed Forces has come to. That's a good the, point. The only, <laughs> the only reason it would make sense is because the soldiers are on duty. I mean, I don't know why prostitution is illegal. I mean, I kind of like the whole, like, don't tell people what to do or what they can or can't do. It makes sense. Well, and it creates the black market, too, which then puts these people in dangerous situations when they have a pimp. I mean, you know... Yeah, That's, I mean, I... Yeah, that, that is a good point, you know? That's a really good point, actually. I just don't think it's the end of the world. I mean, people... There's porn videos with 50 million views. I mean, people get paid to do that. I think if some chick or some dude wants to be a prostitute and, I don't know, create their economic output in that way, I mean, I feel like they should be free to do so. And if it's legal, we can regulate it, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. Can, so then no one's getting chlamydia. Yeah. I mean, do you, how many how many times do you think that the money from prostitution has paid taxes on it? Have people, those people have paid taxes on it? In Vegas, I mean, it's legal, so they probably pay taxes on it. Um, <laughs> that would be crazy. I mean, like a lot of strippers and stuff, they pay taxes on their income, and I mean, a lot of strip clubs do that stuff out of the back, so it makes sense that they would launder the money through the legitimate source. Um, not that we condone any behavior like yeah. that. Um, we at the new school are against any kind of felonious behavior. <laughs> I almost wonder Indeed. if something just went wrong, and that's why they kind of put a ban on it. Because I have this buddy that's in the, uh, or I guess he was, he was in the Marines. And anytime he went out and he was like overseas at base or whatever, he said uh, around the base, there was always, the, the, they, they called them like candy stores is what he said they called them. But it was basically whorehouses. And every base, no matter where you go, he said, there's always at least a couple of them. They just kind of pop up around the base. And when you end up with a couple weeks leave or whatever, or a couple days off, and they're like, oh, well, let's just go spend the time at the candy shop. <laughs> That's like a Harold and Days Kumar or movie. weeks? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> days or weeks. Yeah, and how much intrinsic value is it really bringing, you know, that... This this dude's fucking, you know. Hey, it's like a house. And getting paid it's worth for it. whatever a buyer's willing to pay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, people do what they want anyway, so it doesn't even matter. But I don't think that they should. I don't know. Fuck, man. Do you ban it? Do you not ban it? It seems like life is better without prostitution. You know, like when people fall in love and you know do the whole shebang but then there's also people it's that gonna like, happen well, either way though so you would i mean we so, would have no involvement in it yeah. it would have virtually zero impact on our life people can still fall in love and do all that good stuff and then also we can have a regulated industry that stops people from being taken advantage of by pimps yeah <laughs> i i just don't think it's like the worst thing in the world i mean there we could focus on 
more important shit like, you know, politicians insider trading or communists or murderers and thieves. Yeah. I don't know. And like, I mean, no, back, back, prostitute. Who, who gives a shit? Back to the point of life is better like without prostitution. Prostitution has always been around. I mean, it's like it's like it's still there. It's just people are being marginalized and <laughs> like locked up and it's not being regulated and that there's like not testing for these people or whatever. And I think the biggest thing 100% is the fact that I mean these underprivileged, more commonly than not, women are being taken advantage of by these piece of shit pimps. I mean, like, that's like someone is essentially owning another human being. That's fucked up. <laughs> and then it, it pushes into the whole human trafficking thing and having all that prostitution being underground that encourages, I mean, they, they want to keep, it promotes the um, sex trafficking sex and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's mm -hmm. fucked up. So if we just, regulated it and did our best to keep these people safe, then we could take down these really, really fucked up people. Yeah. I'm pro-prostitution. I am. I don't know. Police officer could pull up to a prostitute on the corner and say, let me see your papers. Checks over them. She's had all her tests and everything and she's good to go. Yeah. All right. I just don't even think it's a big deal. People either. do what they want. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, on the, like, on the bright side, too, like, if we dealt with all this stuff and it was regulated, then I can wear my felt purple hat with the feather without looking like a dick. <laughs> you can do that. You just can't have the cane. Oh, the chalice <laughs> is fine, though. What, what about the row? <laughs> <laughs> I want to wear the full ensemble. You got you a felt purple hat with the feather? No, I was just describing a pimp outfit. Man. Oh. <laughs> I was like, dude, come on, bro. Let me see it. <laughs> it sounds like a badass hat, dude. Uh, Call me 50 Cent. Nolan would 100% dress like a pimp if looking like a pimp wasn't frowned upon. He has the <laughs> fucking purple leather jacket over there. Oh, yeah, dude. Be like a combination of a folk singer, the Joker, and 50 Cent. What folk singer is wearing a purple jacket? Dude, folk singers wear whatever the hell they want. They can come out wearing like, like Joe Hurdler comes out wearing like a rainbow skirt thingy for his arms. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, those are just wings. Those are 100% supposed to be wings. Yeah, not a skirt thingy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. My bad, bro. Uh, no, but anyways, yeah. No, you know, you guys are you guys are swinging me, you know. And like, not everybody like falls in love or like that's what they want out of life and everything. But I don't know, like. Not everyone can even have love. So I mean, like. Yeah. Kind of got to pay for it. If you want it, you can't have it. Like Stephen Hawking, <laughs> you know? You think he ever, you know? Is that the guy in the wheelchair? Yeah. You think watches, he ever purchased a pimp? Or purchased, purchased a, a, a prostitute? You know? He, Probably not. I'm pretty sure he was actually married. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was married before his uh, ALS got real bad. Mm -hmm. He actually, like they said it was going to get worse a lot sooner than it actually did. So he he was able to walk around for a lot longer than... And thought. So I never did... heard anything like, "Excuse me, miss, what can I get for a 50 <laughs> <laughs> all night long?" Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. 
It's okay, because Family Guy has made their fair share. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. (laughs) I swear I've heard that exact thing, you know, before about Steve Hawking. I I bet it's from Family Guy. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Yeah. But honestly, if Stephen Hawking was getting laid, you know, I feel like he'd have a crowd like cheering, like, let's go, dude, you got this. Wait, what? what? Do, like, Not what, watching. What, what kind of scenario? <laughs> <laughs> Just getting laid in front of a college. Maybe, maybe <laughs> prior, prior like to, talk. prior is that to. Is what a TEDx talk is? <laughs> prior to getting laid, all right? Prior to getting laid, he'd be like rolling up and he'd be having people just, that guy, <laughs> that guy's an American hero. <laughs> Not a UK hero, though. That guy was a genius, though. He helped out with the James Webb. Yeah. Oh, really? For that, we appreciate it. Yes, he did. He's done a lot of work for science. Yeah, I mean, he's a a great human being. And, I mean, the impact that he had on modern science can definitely not be understated. And also, I mean, he had a pretty great sense of humor about, like, all of the jokes and stuff, and he played into some of the stuff. And yeah. I don't know. I like the story. So the voice that you hear him speak with, or when he was still around, you heard him speak with, was actually recorded by his friend who had a similar disease, um, and they, they put that together, and they he had the first voice synthesis module. It didn't exist before Stephen Hawking got his, and they built it, and his friend actually passed away a couple months later. And, uh, well, then a couple of years go by, and they've improved the technology, and they're like, yeah, we can actually give you a voice that sounds normal or sounds like you would have. And he's like, no, my friend, whatever his name is, that his voice is my voice. That's, that's, that's deep. deep. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So what's How a voice? It warms <laughs> my heart. How did he even, like, do that? Because I don't think he could even move his fingers. Could he? In the 90s, I know he had a lot more motor skills because he, there's actually, uh, I think it was like in the 93, 94-ish era, he, you can go watch one of his lectures that he did where he's not using his, his robot voice, he's actually speaking. Oh. And I mean, with uh, pro- no modern way. prosthetics and stuff, they can actually hook up these prosthetics to like the electrical impulses that your nerve system sends and you can move the stuff with your mind. So I figure... Once he lost his motor function, that's probably what they did. So his mind was connected to the thing that was making him speak? Yeah, I think so. No fucking way, bro. Are you, here, are you serious? Yeah. And, and he designed it himself? I don't know if he designed that part. Um, I, don't know. He, I know he did the speech thing, though. You guys got to watch the movie on him, though. It's, it's pretty good. It's yeah. been a while since I watched it. How did he, like... He wasn't, like, a big guy, right? No. He wasn't, like, overweight or anything? No. It's a degenerative muscle disease, dude. It just fucking sucks. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just curious, That's man. It's just like, genetics. He just sat there and wired his brain for success, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Thank God he didn't lose his brain. I mean, that's... Probably kept him going for so long. Was yeah. the academia and just being able to keep it going and learning, spreading his knowledge. Writing fucking books after yeah. that disease. Dude, spreading l- his knowledge. Little off Spreading topic, his but... seed through all the hookers. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Yeah, maybe yeah. Give me some more. <laughs> what about uh? What about the brain? I feel like is extremely important. But what about that chicken that lived for like way too long with its actual head cut off? What was that chicken called? Uh, Who showed it? Was it you that showed that it to was me? me. Or? I forget the name, but 
a butcher was chopping chickens' heads off as usual, and one of them just fucking survived. So they kept it, and it survived 18 months That's, with its head you know, chopped it's, off. It's just so fucked up that they like didn't put it out of its misery, though. If you think about it, like that's. I think and then that's it choked an act to death on a piece of corn. Was its head still alive? No. Okay. Definitely not. I want to find out the yeah, chicken's I mean, name. So just it, the body was moving then. It was living, like it was. It was. It, was, it would still eat and stuff. Oh, his name was Mike. It, it, it died on a piece of corn. It choked to death on a piece of corn. It is so fucked up. They should have just put that thing out of its misery. That's I, fucked up. I don't know. I I, I think that's an act of God. Here, show the camera How real quick, Max. How did eat without a head? I don't Max, know. They probably show this just, camera. They probably just shoved it down its, like, neck hole. Yeah, and then it eventually <laughs> choked to death. Hmm. Yeah. Like the headless chicken, everybody. Well, actually, you, I, think I don't. Part, I, I think part of that was some of its brain actually was intact, and the butcher kind of fucked up when he, because if you look at the picture. The chicken's face is missing. So they chopped off this chicken's face. It somehow survived. And then it survived for 19 more months, most likely in excruciating pain because it doesn't have a fucking face. And they just shoved corn in its fucking... <laughs> That's... Well, it, without a brain, probably might not be able to register pain receptors. Why keep it alive? <laughs> but he's saying that it might have had the brain and the butcher might have just taken off the I face. Oh, dude, yeah, that just... Let's look into this a little bit more. Either way, honestly, I'm just maintaining the fact they should have just put that thing out of its misery. That's so fucked up. I yeah. agree it is fucked up. Yeah. Scientifically, it's very interesting. I mean, yeah. I do feel for the chicken. I think yeah. this scenario calls to keep it alive. Yeah. And I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, it's just a chicken. You know, I wouldn't want any animal to suffer longer than it needed to, but... Okay, yeah. The Good axe removed the bulk of the head, but missed the jugular, <laughs> leaving one ear and most of the brainstem intact. So it Just fucking, the brainstem? They lobotomized this chicken, tore its face off, and then kept it alive, just blindly feeding it corn for 19 months. Well, that is kind of horrifying. That's, that's worse than it. That's worse. So bad. The they fact that it has the ear and the brain, uh, like uh, some of the brain... That's fucked. They should have just killed that. That's so sad. It is. That is, that's honestly. I, I would have kept it alive. You monster. <laughs> hey, I, hey, what about the fucking NIH funding that study that kept the beagles inside cages with sandflies eating their face? That was terrible that's, too. That's that way more fucked up. Okay, we can just have neither of those. That's what I vote. I vote we don't torture the animals. What is the what's the NIH stand for again? National Institute of Health, I think. Yeah, those guys. Fauci ordered those experiments on those beagles, and I don't remember the amount of taxpayer dollars that went towards it. Why but, were they doing this? Dude, I don't know what could have come from it. I think they were just researching sand flies. But it was literally like beagles, dude. There was pictures of these beagles and. Uh, they were in a cage and like they couldn't touch their head or anything and the sand flies just ate their faces Yeah, with the beagle alive. Now, what economic value does that fucking bring? Our taxpayer dollars contributed to that and Anthony Fauci oversaw it. Dude, nobody fucking, fucking knows. Man. Yeah. Yeah. People like that suck. Says you, Mr. Fucking Chicken <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. I would keep it alive! What, what, what was that from? 1800s or, or early 1900s? Obviously not 1800s, right? Well, I, why not? not 1800s. Pictures in black and white. 
There, I don't. Was there pictures in the 1890s? 1945, Lloyd Olson and his wife Clara were killing chickens on their farm in Fruta, Colorado. Olson would decapitate the birds. His wife would clean them up. But one of the 40 or 50 animals that went under, went under Olson's hatchet that day didn't behave like the rest. They got down to the end and had, and had one who was still alive up and walking around, says the couple's great-grandson, Troy Waters, himself a farmer in Fruta. The chicken kicked and ran, and it didn't stop. It was placed in an old apple box on the farm's screened-in porch, and when Lloyd Olson woke the following morning, he <laughs> he stepped outside to see what had happened. The damn thing was still alive. It's part of our well, weird family history. Well, it's got its brain history. still, dude. That's he, what Jay's saying. It's got yeah, its brain. It had the por portion like of the brain that controlled all of its I just carved off functions. everything, but just left your brain and then put you in a box on the porch and was like, let's see if Max will come. Essentially what happened, Max, is if morning. you got your face chopped off, they nicked your jugular, but a gl blood clot kept you from bleeding out. It just blocked it. And then you don't have a face, but you're just alive. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That would, I, that I don't, would suck the entire time, but the excruciating pain would eventually either put me into shock or... You would want to stay alive at away. that point? No. Yeah. Then why would you keep the chicken alive? Yeah. Well, actually, I might try to stay alive because I'm a fighter. Yeah, we were just talking about you at Comerica Park. <laughs> You're like, I think this thing's coming down, dude. I'm gonna push everyone out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> that chick, she's going down the stairs. <laughs> no, but for real, like, the, the era that we live in is like, man, we got it real good. We got it real good because it, like, the wilderness or the wild or, like, just life without community and people and, like, a, a freaking agricultural system, it's... Brutal. It's brutal. It's literally brutal. And people, and that's when people suffer and animals thrive for sure because is they this just. Is your segue into talking uh, about alone? Is that? Is I wasn't is even that, gonna that bring it you, up. That was you trying to be sly and just slowly be like, yeah. Imagine just living in the woods. So in the wilderness. <laughs> so tomorrow, guys, there's gonna be an episode that releases about gaming, and we're we're uh, we're gonna do Minecraft. And I kind of like been watching this show alone so freaking much that I'm like taking it into like the Minecraft world and I'm like trying to build an underground uh, home. And then I build it like two miles from these guys and then I come back and their homes look beautiful and all bougie and I just got a fucking cave <laughs> like 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 a, <laughs> like a hermit or whatever, you know, and I'm like, damn it. You know, and I'm far away from the boys, you know, no pool parties, bullshit. <laughs> Jay built boats. <laughs> but if you would like to check out a survival show, there's a lot of them. The Naked and Afraid ones, it's all right. The Alone show is like a test of, like, will. It's a test of skill. It's a test of, uh, like, literally, Thrills. like, uh, staying alive, you know, ingenuity, engineering. <laughs> all that stuff so it's real cool i like it a lot if you like that show you'd like better call saul you think so i know so it is a good show it's literally one of the best fucking shows i've ever seen oh really? my, my cousins were telling me that they're like honestly it's it's just as good as breaking bad and it might be better and i was like bullshit i didn't even i didn't know those words could align into a sentence better than breaking bad but <laughs> honestly it's the only series i've watched like more than once. Like, I think I've watched Breaking Bad three times. Yeah, I, I've watched it three or four. And that was the first show that I binge watched where I just, like, 
I fucking fell in love, dude. I think it was right before freshman year or uh, maybe summer after freshman year. And I'd have like the same routine. I'd go into my cold basement on a nice hot summer day. <laughs> I'd, I'd use the matches to light a candle. Great and, adjectives, bro. And I'd, I'd fucking watch Breaking Bad all day. Yeah. That show is 10 out of 10. It's the only thing that is like also gets a 10 out of 10 is Rick and Morty. Did you hear him, Jay? Morty. What? I'd come home, it's a real hot day, go in my nice cold basement, take a match, light a candle, sit okay. there and turn on Breaking Bad. Like, dude, that is so crazy. Like, you're like, Why, the meth- candle you're like methodical about it. Breaking Bad. Like, is that the right word? Methodical? Like, you have these methods and you're like, just, I gotta it's get just this candle. Actually, there was a method. And for the entire series, <laughs> And this is stupid, but I would light the candle and I burnt a little hole in a water bottle and I just, you know, drop the the candle or the match into the water bottle and it literally just like stacked up with all these candles or fucking matches, whatever. And for some reason, I just kept the water bottle there for the entire series. Nice. I don't know why it was stupid, but that is so just how I put the match out. Holy crap. I fucking love that show and... My heart. I, I just wish I could unwatch my it. My heart. My heart. What's your favorite show, Wong? Breaking Bad, for sure. Oh, that's a tough one. Probably Firefly. Firefly? What Fire. is that? It's a sci-fi, basically. Uh, it's about space cowboys. Um, it's really good. I don't know. I'm, I'm big into adventuring, going, you know, kind of into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, Three we nations colliding. <laughs> well, my favorite show is this show. And... Uh, I love you guys. I love you guys. Uh, this was kind of a fun episode. Honestly. Yeah, New School Live. Yeah, New School Live. Is anybody listening? No. No. Well, We're in the middle of the workday, Max. Yeah, it's I a know. Wednesday. I, I was literally thinking, like, Wednesday yeah. at noon, who, who has the time to listen? But Ryan we, we said yeah. we were going to do a live, so we, we did a live. Yeah, absolutely. And I it'll think... be posted shortly, and anybody else can listen. Yeah, I think we should do a live more often. Why don't yeah, you guys let us know what you think? And maybe we should do it on a on a different day, like a Sunday. I agree. You know, Sunday yeah, would be good. Before we record Max's morning market mania. While people are sitting in their basement, you know, putting a, a match into a water bottle and binging the fuck out of Breaking Bad, maybe they'll throw us on. Oh, man, that, that tickles my fancy just thinking about it. it tickles your what? My fancy. Don't talk about your fancy on <laughs> No talking about fancies. It's it's now illegal in the UK. So, dude, I'm fucking watching Breaking Bad after I finish Better Call Saul, and man, I might watch. Max is gonna go you down into his cold basement and then watch Breaking Bad. It, that's the order it goes in. Yeah. What, what Breaking Bad and then Better Call Saul? Better Call Saul, then Breaking Bad, then it, El Camino. It complements it on so many levels. What's El Camino? Is that a, a part of the it's series? It's just a concluding movie. Yeah, it's the it's a movie that finished the very, like, wrapped up the loose ends that needed to be tied up in Breaking Bad. And it came out oh, like yeah. years after. That's actually what it, it, the that came out, and I watched Breaking Bad for the first time, then I watched the movie. Oh really? Yeah, so nice. it's pretty cool. Jay Cotter, what's your favorite show? Oh. Uh, Rick and Morty. No, definitely not. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub! Um, tied between Futurama, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and It's Always Sunny, maybe? I, was, I mean, those are, those are my favorite comedies. I, I thought you'd know. say Seinfeld, for sure. 
Well, I hate Curb Your Enthusiasm is like Seinfeld, just but it's on HBO. It's just, it's better in every way than Seinfeld. <laughs> and I mean, same writer, so fuck it. He just gets to do more shit. I mean, they were pushing the boundaries in the 90s, and well, the boundaries are way further now, and he's continuing to push them, so. Let's go. I can't believe you like Futurama more than Rick and Morty. It's so much better. Futurama's Futurama great, is so dude. Mm-hmm. You like Rick and Morty? Uh, I, I think I've seen like five, six episodes. It was entertaining. I like Rick and Morty Futurama a lot, but mm-hmm. Futurama is just way, way better. Huh. Whenever a show like has me like tuning in every week at a certain time and actually turning on cable television, I try to like cut the cut the rope from my balls and I'm like all right I can't just fucking oh I can't just go and sit on my ass and watch this show every week at the same time and I'm like oh my god you know so I, I just try to get into binge shows but I'm just glad I started binging better call Saul right as the series is about to conclude so now I don't have to wait or anything no, that's nice so I felt breaking bad all right boys so what do you uh what do you guys think you guys want to game a little bit? Yeah. Let's do some gaming. Let's do some gaming. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. My name's Nolan Claypeck. Max Wazowski. Max Wazowski. Tasmanian <laughs> indeed. And we got the audio master. Jay Carter. Thank you all. We will see you next week. Peace out.